is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, let's start the third and final hour of our program, Metro News Hotline. Man, we're going to reset our question of the day. We've had a bunch of responses to whether or not we need a shot clock here in West Virginia high school basketball. And we'll take a look at what's going on in the financial markets. It was another ugly day on Wall Street today. This is Metro News Hotline, a three-hour audio tour navigating the world of sports, news, entertainment, tech, and more from a Mountain State point of view. You can join the conversation. Text the show at 304-825-5304. That's 304-TALK-304. Here's the host for Metro News Hotline, Dave Weekly. All right, last hour of the show, let's make it a good one. And don't forget about our podcast if you haven't caught any of the program. We're here uh, up, up until now. We're here every weekday afternoon from 3 until 6 on the Metro News Radio Network. The podcast, you can now listen to our show at a time that's right for you. Go to WVMetroNews.com, click on the podcast link, and you can listen to any or all of our three hours every weekday afternoon. Amy Smith from Investors Business Daily is coming up in just a minute. Really kind of a curious day in the financial markets. Um, the Dow was up at one point a little north of 450 points, ended down 330-plus points. NASDAQ was the big percentage loser today. So some you know, some kind of curious signs in the financial markets here to start 2022. If you got a question about the direction of the financial markets or any stock you'd like Amy's opinion on, send me a text on that, 304-8255-304, 304-TALK-304. We'll get her on the air in just one minute. All right, let's do a quick reset of our question of the day. And this is something that we've gotten a lot of response to today. It's a high school sports question. The Kentucky High School Athletic Association's Board of Control announced yesterday it won't be adding a shot clock for basketball for next season. The KHSAA, which is the equivalent of West Virginia's SSAC, announced during its meeting that 75% of schools responded to a survey on the topic of a shot clock. 54% of the boys' coaches voted against it. 57% of the girls' coaches were against it, at least for now. Meanwhile, 
in another state that borders us, Maryland. They're one of the eight states that currently does have a shot clock, along with the likes of California and New York, amongst others. On Monday, the state of Montana voted to add a shot clock after the current season and have them operational in time for summer camps to give teams a chance to get used to them. Georgia and Iowa also adding shot clocks next year. Minnesota is adding a shot clock in two years. Signs are pointing towards Idaho approving a shot clock before the end of this month to take effect next season, and Utah could be right behind them. Now, new shot clock setup uh, runs anywhere between $3,500 and $6,000, depending on whether you can get one at a bulk price. That doesn't include the cost of installation, which could vary in each gymnasium, nor does it uh, total the fact, no, nor the, does it factor in the cost of someone to manually operate the shot clock during a game. So, the question of the day is this. Should West Virginia high school basketball have a shot clock? And what kind of impact would a shot clock have on West Virginia high school hoops? Once again, the question, should West Virginia high school basketball have a shot clock? And what kind of an impact would a shot clock have on West Virginia high school basketball? To respond, text those in, 304-TALK-304. That's 304-8255-304. Tweet me at weekly, W-E-E-K-L-E-Y. One word, three E's, W-E-E-K-L-E-Y. We've had a bunch of response to this one today. Uh, Matthew says, Dave, why not a shot clock? They've copied everything else. Uh, they might make the score higher. Uh, Steven on Twitter says, Shot clocks would hinder strategic choices while not really speeding up games. They would hurt disciplined teams the most. Andy Richardson says, yes, a shot clock would better prepare West Virginians for college basketball where a shot clock is in universal use. David says, no, the shot clock would take away strategy for teams that have lesser talent. It would ensure the team with the most talent would have even more of an upper hand. So we have a bunch of response to this. We'll get into more of these as we move along as as we get near the end of the show at 6 o'clock. But now let's turn our attention to the financial markets. Amy Smith from Investors Business Daily is here on a very topsy-turvy day on Wall Street. The pound is sinking. The pesos falling. The lira's reeling. All right, Amy Smith comes to us from L.A. out in California, but she grew up in here in West Virginia, grew up in the Elkins area. She's the shining pride of Randolph County. And I tell you what, Amy, uh, I told my wife this morning when I saw that the markets were up and it looked like we were going to have a good day, I always anticipate having a lot more fun with you on Thursday when the market's up than down. Uh, yeah, but uh, we turned yeah. we turned on a dime in the afternoon, and it was another one of those days. What do you make of it? Well, this is this is a sign of a weak market. So we have these when the market are, is correcting. Sometimes it'll look like we're going to get a bounce, and then we did turn lower for the session. The Dow was down 313. The S&P was down 50. NASDAQ was down 186 points, or 1.3%. Now, we're officially in correction territory on the NASDAQ, but that's okay. We haven't had more than a 5% pullback. So, you know, we were kind of overdue for this. 
this is everything kind of coming together. You have inflation. You have inflation that hits the, the earnings uh, prospects for these big companies. And the wage, the wage inflation is out, uh, and, you know, rising interest rates. We see the Fed is going to raise the rates probably four times this year, maybe more. Depends on, on how bad inflation is. Yellen, uh, Janet Yellen said after the close, she thought inflation would be back in control by the end of the year. So we can only hope that. But, uh, we have had a lot of weakness in the market. It's just a time to be careful. Leave your 401ks alone, but I would be very careful about any new buys. Yeah, the S&P uh, was down 50% today, down 1.1%, and it broke through a critical support level at 45.30. And, you know, I think we could go, we could probably go another leg down here before we start picking up some bargains. But speaking of bargains, let me ask you just about Peloton today. So oh, yes. Pe- Peloton, there's a story that came out on CNBC that said that they had basically stopped uh, making their exercise bikes. And so the stock just was cratered. It was down 24% today. It wiped out $2.5 billion of its market yeah. value. Peloton now is below its IPO price of $29 a share. I mean, it, it finished the day at about 24 and a quarter. You know, Peloton, I guess, was just one of those stocks that you just could not throw into your portfolio and just forget about it. I mean, if you did, you, you've you watched it come all the way back like 90%. You have. You've sort of what we call a round trip. You've round tripped your position. Um, yeah, Peloton, it's just one of these stories when so much of a company depends on the pandemic you know you could be in for a situation with a stock that you need to watch more carefully. Uh, and the same thing with Zoom. You know, although we're all still using Zoom quite a bit, but the Peloton was all the rage. Everyone bought their bikes because everyone had to stay at home. And we're seeing that that definitely is not the case. So, you know, you're right. The fact that they had halt to halt production of their bikes and their treadmills is a big deal. And this is also why we don't try to, to hold on to a stock that's going lower and lower and lower and lower. This is what can happen. Sometimes they don't come back. Well, and you know, when you talk about the Fang stocks, uh, the the N and Fang is Netflix, and Netflix is just having a nightmarish time of it after the close. It uh, reported earnings, and the thing is down about twenty percent in the aftermarket. Yeah, and here's the numbers. You know, they beat on the bottom and the top line, but. Uh, their subscriber growth. Let's see, they are going to add 2.5 million subscribers compared to 3.98 million in the first quarter of 2021. Competition is hurting their growth rate, whether that's Amazon Prime or whether that's Hulu or that, you know, it's Apple TV. There's a whole, there's a whole bunch of them now. Um, and so I think their forward looking, uh, growth prospects have slowed down. That's why people exited the stock. Now they did something this week. They also raised their, their rates. So that will help their bottom line a little bit because they're charging more for their services. All right. I've got a uh, listener who wants to know about DraftKings. And, uh-huh. you know, this has been a very, very difficult space. Uh, the the well, I'm trying to find the symbol for DraftKings. It's DKNG. DKNG. Yeah, DKNG. Yeah. And DraftKings is is down about 3.5% today, lost almost $0.75. Cents. It's, it's a $20 stock. And, you know, um, I've been burning this space. I, I mean, I like the space, but we're just going to have to settle this thing out. It, it, to me, it's just the, the space is too hard. Well, it is. And, you know, this is another one of these stocks that has gone down and down and down and down. 
you know, right now I'm looking at it. There's no reason to touch this stock. This is also one that's just going lower and lower and lower. We like stocks to offer us, you know, positive traits, like they're going up. There's big volume going into them and things like that. When I see a chart that just looks like it's going lower and lower and lower, that's a very risky chart to try to get into, so I wouldn't do that. Here's what people do need to watch, though. We had gold and silver that are on the move as defensive plays. We've seen oil that continues to move higher. There are some uh, some ETFs or something in that area. I'm not guaranteeing that gold is going to go higher, but we did we did see it pop yesterday. And if we we had these fears in the market, the 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 fear was going into the cryptocurrencies. That was the where the fear money was going. We see the cryptocurrencies are weak right now, and now some of the fear money has gone into gold and silver. So so keep an eye on that. We've got another listener who wants your opinion on Procter and Gamble. Uh, Procter and Gamble was actually slightly up today on a very difficult day. Uh, the symbols PG. But before you give me your, your opinion on PG, uh, you know, that's obviously a really good sign when you see a stock that can eke out any sort of a gain on a bad day in the market. <clears throat> It is. Uh, you know, this is what we call a defensive play. And you may see some of these stocks coming into play. You know, this, these are definitely defensive. When we're talking about beauty care, cleaning products, diapers, tissues, toothpaste, you know, these are not sexy names. But I think the listener's pretty smart here. This stock is up, let me see, 10% in the last 50 days. So it does show strength right here. Um, but again, we call these defensive plays. All right, and uh, here's another one for you. This is a good day. We've got a lot of great questions about stocks. What do you, what's your take on uh, the stock of Harley Davidson? Harley Davidson. And that one is that one is the, the ticker symbol for that is Hog. Which yes, I think it's very funny. Uh, anyway, this one, unfortunately, I'm sorry for the listener. I like the motorbikes and all of that. This one's also extremely weak. It's just gone straight downhill from let's see about May. It's just gone down and down and down. So, again, this one's very weak looking. Yeah, you take a look at the five-year chart on this. I mean, it's been a lot of pain. Uh, this thing has been as high as 60, but closed the session uh, today. Uh, it, it's Well, I mean, it, it's down 42%. Uh, since the beginning of 2017. So it's it's been a rough ride. See what I did there? It, it is. That's exactly what I would <laughs> think. You know, those are not the ones to watch. The one thing I will say encouraging, when we hit these rough periods of time, I, I sent you this little graphic that I thought was cool. Just remember all of the giants. And, you know, remember when we first had AOL or Yahoo or Google or Microsoft, Facebook, Amazon. There's always, there's PayPal. There's, you know, just all these names throughout the decades. Uh, so they, there will be some new names. Don't know what they're going to be in the future, but whenever we have a pullback, people get nervous. And believe me, there will be new names and new exciting things to invest in. Well, I tell you what, I, that, that makes me feel a little bit better <laughs> as an investor <laughs> after what's been going on the last couple of, uh, last couple of days. Well, actually since the beginning of the year, but, uh, you know, we'll get through this thing. And Amy, thanks for your advice today. I do appreciate it. Have a good week. Oh, thank you so much. We'll, we'll be back, and I'll be rooting for better news for you next week. There you go. Hopefully on Thursday, right? <laughs> Amy Smith right. from Investors Business Daily. Uh, she's with us every Thursday at the time of the 5 o'clock hour. Okay, let's take a break. We are coming back with In or Out in just a minute. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Netflix is seeing an end to the rapid growth brought about by the pandemic. Although fourth quarter subscriber gains beat estimates, growth for all of 2021 was the slowest since 2015, and it's forecasting even slower growth this year. Stocks ended lower after sellers swooped in during the final hour to undercut what had been a solid advance. 
The Dow dropped 313. The S&P fell 50. The Nasdaq dropped 186. Another pandemic winner also appears to be falling on hard times. CNBC reports Peloton will temporarily stop making its exercise bikes and treadmills next month amid slumping demand. Peloton dropped nearly 24 percent. American Airlines is suing the Point Sky travel site for letting frequent flyers manage their miles outside the carrier's own website. The suit wants all American links and customer data removed from the Point Sky site. Larry Kofsky, Bloomberg Radio. You want it? Click it. Reserve it and drive it. Buy it at Thornhill. Buy it at Thornhill. Buy it at Thornhill. That's right. Getting your new vehicle just got easier. Visit any of our six locations and get a personalized experience in preferencing your next new vehicle. Tag one of our pre-built invoices. Or let's customize your exact features with our easy built-to-order process. All we have to offer with shopping needs at ThornhillAutomotive.com. Tag your new ride. Tag your new ride. Tag your new ride. Tag your new ride. On Thornhill Motor Mile. You have to be tough to be the world's number one selling farm tractor. Mahindra tractors have a tough, heavy-duty steel frame so they can lift fallen trees and everything else thrown its way. And you're tough, too. You maintain roads and mend fences. You give your neighbors a hand and still make it to church on Sunday. Now that's tough. Sounds like we've got a lot in common. Mahindra, the official tractor of tough tractor pros. See them at 703 Winfield Road in St. Albans or call 304-721-2615. Hey everybody, Chris Lawrence here inviting you to join me this and every Saturday morning on 580 WCHS for West Virginia Outdoors, presented by the Peyton Law Firm. I've got the very latest information of interest to West Virginia sportsmen and some really cool outdoor stories from all over the great mountain state. Plus, if you can't catch us on Saturday, don't forget the replay at 5 o'clock Sunday afternoon. It's West Virginia Outdoors, presented by the Peyton Law Firm and brought to you in part by Rodney Loftus and Sun Contracting on the voice of Charleston 580 WCHS. It doesn't matter whether it's spring, summer, fall, or winter. Sports are always in season on Charleston's ESPN Radio. Charleston's ESPN is the radio home of college football and basketball, Major League Baseball, the NBA, and the NFL. Champions are made on Charleston's ESPN with the College Football Championships, the World Series, and the NBA Finals. Sports 24 hours a day, powered by the worldwide leader. Charleston's ESPN 106.7 and 1490, part of the WCHS News Network. Brought to you by City National Bank, with offices in West Virginia, Virginia, Kentucky, and Ohio. For a convenient location near you, log on to bankatcity.com. Good afternoon. There is an accident report on I-64 westbound at mile marker 56 near the Montrose Drive exit, so use caution when traveling through that area. No other accidents to report to you at this time. Just stay safe when heading out on the roadways as people continue to make their way home from work. Complete Cincinnati Reds coverage from spring training to the hot stove league can be found here. Your year-round source for Reds baseball is 104.5, 96.5, and 580 WCHS. All right, welcome back to the show. It is 24 minutes past the hour. Still to come in this hour, Kevin Kinder, BlueGoldNews.com, will join us in about uh, nine minutes. Uh, we'll talk some Mountaineers. West Virginia's basketball game uh, against Baylor, what happened, and how can the Mountaineers turn it around against a tough brand of uh, Texas Tech Red Raiders this weekend. We'll get into that, and maybe some football, too. Big 12 talk. That'll be coming up with Kevin Kinder. we got a coronavirus update as well, and more of your responses to our question of the day. That's been pretty hot today about whether or not West Virginia needs a shot clock 
in high school basketball. Time now for In or Out. Every day at this time, we focus on the stuff you talk about around the water cooler at the office. We call it In or Out. The setup is simple. Three categories, food or beverage, gut reaction, and finally, this one's about a celebrity, the topics of which change daily. Let's get started with food or beverage. Coop, are you ready? Yes, I am. Assuming my voice will tell. (laughs) You're doing okay. You're doing all right. Not bad. Uh, That didn't sound good. Uh, Subway welcoming in the new year with the launch of its new Baja Turkey Avocado Sub. The Baja Turkey Avocado Sub features turkey and smashed avocado, plus lettuce, spinach, tomatoes, cucumber, green pepper, and red onion, all topped with a Baja Chipotle sauce of your on your choice of bread. The Subway Baja Turkey Avocado Sub, in or out? I'll be honest with you, I've kind of broken up with Subway just a little bit again. Uh, they're just so thin sandwiches compared to what I normally get, honestly. And, man, there is no proper way to do avocado quick serve. What are they doing to it to keep it from turning brown? Yeah. What chemical process is it going through? What science are they using? I don't trust guac or avocados quick serve. i got to be out. All right. Uh, Alex, what are your thoughts on this? The Subway Baja Turkey Avocado Sub, in or out? Oh, I, I would first like to say, Coop, I sympathize with you because last week I lost my voice as well, and I struggled to do a lot of newscasts. But my issue was I was yelling at the Georgia game. Uh, <laughs> you don't have that same issue. So, no. But I do sympathize with you. Uh, I'll be out, by the way. <laughs> nice. I've had enough nice. Subway when I was a student at Carolina. I don't need any more Subway. You know, i got to be honest. There are a couple of things I do like to eat at Subway. I okay. I think their breakfast things are actually kind of underrated, and uh, the meatball is, is my go-to. I don't think I would get this. I'm, Coop, I, I'm with you on the avocado thing, so I'm going to be out. Going to be out. Okay, how about this? Gut reaction. A woman faked a positive COVID test to get out of the what she thought was the worst date ever. So she's on this date in Europe, and she went to the bathroom and got her friend to text her a message and uh, made it seem like she was getting a positive COVID test. She told her date she was going straight home. Instead, she went clubbing with her friend. The story is on TikTok and has been viewed a quarter of a million times. Faking a COVID test to get out of stuff, in or out. There's so much fraud around this, and it doesn't make a lot of sense, does it? You can't just tell a person you don't want to be there. I know. I, yeah, exactly. You right. Know? Or it just—it was a first date. It, it, yeah, I mean, even less commitment, right? Just bail. Or you couldn't come up with another. I think it's lame, and it just pays into everything else. Plays into everything else that's going on with this. I got to be out. Alex, faking a positive COVID test to get out of stuff, in or out? I would like to just suggest the same advice my parents gave me when I was a wee boy and I got into trouble. Honesty is the best policy. Now, that does not mean you will not get disciplined or spanking. But at the same time, though, when you have a problem with somebody, just be upfront and honest. I'll be out. Yeah, I'm going to be out on this as well. But I did watch the video, and the message that her friend sent did look legit. It did. They did a good job on that part. But uh, now I'm going to be out. And, on and that. it's also kind of mean because now that guy or girl or whatever is wondering, "Hey, do I need to get tested? I was with this person for X amount of time, et cetera, et cetera." Kind, kind of a kind of a bad move. Yeah, that, I hadn't thought about that. That's that's a solid point right there. All right, finally, this one is about a celebrity. Scientists have named a spider killing worm after Jeff Daniels. Ah. So there's a spider killing worm, and uh, Jeff Daniels was in the was in the movie Arachnophobia. It's a tarantula killing worm discovered recently by the scientists at the University of California. But how many are to talk about Jeff Daniels? 
Jeff Daniels, in or out? Uh, I'm in on Jeff Daniels. Uh, a very nice guy. He actually came by my bookstore when he uh, performed musically in Jackson, Michigan, when I lived up there. Really cool guy. I like him. I'm in. Yeah, he's been in a lot of stuff. You know, and we had Larry Grossback on the show today. I know Jeff Daniels has been on Mountain Stage yeah, at yeah. least three times. Oh, yeah. At least three times. And that's in addition to his work on the screen. Um Alex, Jeff Daniels in or out? Jeff Daniels, a tremendous actor and has made a significant impact. You know, have you heard the film Arachnophobia? Yes. Yes, we heard it. Well, I've heard this little bit of news the other day. Scientists have discovered a worm inside spiders that kills them, and they have named the worm after Jeff Daniels. Isn't that pretty interesting? Were you not listening to my setup, or what was the deal? I was hoping to make make a bit. Oh, I got you. This is when I need Ryan, because Ryan would bounce (laughs) off me. Instead, it's like bouncing off, you know, nothing. (laughs) Ryan, uh, Ryan, if you could hear me, please, I need you. uh, I'll be in, by the way. uh, Yeah, I'm in on Jeff Daniels, too. You know a movie I love him in? Purple Rose of Cairo. He is so good. That's the, the Woody Allen movie where he comes off the screen. That is, he is so good in that movie, and and you detest him in that movie, Terms of Endearment, too. Oh, yeah. He's right, so sure. good in that. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's take a quick break here for local news at the bottom of the hour. Kevin Kinder's up next. This is Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. With your news update, I'm Alex Thomas from the Parmar Store Studio of 580 WCHS. If you don't have a Parmar Store near you now, you will soon. It is 530 and 24 degrees in downtown Charleston. Democrats on Capitol Hill looking at what's next for voting rights legislation. The Senate unable to pass a measure last night as Republicans blocked moving forward with the bill. Senator Joe Manchin will have two Democrats unwilling to support changing the Senate's rules to get the bill through. David Weiner with the Brennan Center for Justice says he hopes Manchin is willing to work on passing voting rights legislation in the future. Remember, you know, a great part of this is his bill, um, and and certainly we're not going to give up, and I, I would hope uh, he won't give up either. The legislation would provide opportunities for mail-in and early voting, allow same-day and automatic voter registration, and allow the Justice Department to review election laws. Senate President Craig Blair says it is important to protect the state from paying mine reclamation costs. I believe that when this is over and done with, and it might be five or ten years from now, it will provide it... Uh, an insurance policy for the state of West Virginia and the mining industry in this state. Blair speaking before the Senate Finance Committee, lawmakers discussing legislation to protect the state in situations where mining companies go defunct. Active coronavirus cases declining slightly. The State Department of Health and Human Resources reporting 15,687 cases, down 300 from Wednesday. Hospitalizations increasing to 952 cases. Most people hospitalized are unvaccinated. West Virginia's unemployment rate falling below 4%. The governor's office announcing the rate in December dipped to 3.7%, a record low for West Virginia. West Virginia's unemployment rate has been better than the national rate for 10 straight months. The Metro News AccuWeather forecast turning colder with clouds and breaks of sun this afternoon. We stayed in the mid-20s this evening, mostly cloudy and very cold with a low of 14 degrees. You're listening to The Voice of Charleston, 96.5, 104.5 and 580 WCHS. Hey, this is Dave Allen for Parmar. If there's not a Parmar store near you now, there will be.